Good evening, everybody. It's Friday. Friday night. TGIF. Hey, everybody. How are you doing? It's Jeff Gellman of Solid Canine Training, the wonderful Joelle in sunny, it's cold, Rhode Island. <laughs> can't handle it anymore but uh next week uh you'll be back in rhode island and and florida. in florida i mean and i'll be in california for a couple of days see my folks and with angelo and angelo will be filling in again for joelle and angelo actually is going to be doing his new podcast he's going to be doing his his, his roman and greek mythology podcast so stay tuned for that um, but everyone but anyway this is the what would jeff do show with jeff and joelle and i love doing the show with you and it's great to have you here and it's great to be um, in the middle of a seminar, almost the end of the of a week-long mastermind. And for all the wonderful, wonderful people that are attending the mastermind, we love and treasure you. So thank you so much. And Joelle's going to be putting a bunch of links up because there's some really, really big, really, really big stuff happening right now with us as far as um, uh, helping so many people around the world with their dogs and our remote classes are doing great. We also have an affiliate program, which is which is being launched, which is going to help even more people. And it's also going to benefit people that are affiliates too. So it's going to be a win-win. Um, but anyway, this is a Q&A show. And what you're going to be doing is you just type in your question um, and, um, and Joelle will read it and I will answer it. And I try not to go on, a, on too many um, rants, but they do happen. And keep in mind though, and you'll be able to tell from all the questions that everybody asks me, how to stop things. And most answers need a minimum of a consult. That's why we also offer consults, one-on-one -on -one consults. A lot of people need a whole boarding train, um, but you're going to get a little bit of a snippet of, bit, bit, snippet of information. And if you dive deep into our content, and if you follow us on all our different social media platforms, um, and if you do enough of these shows, you can actually train and rehab your dog, believe it or not, for free, if you choose to. Um, and, but you'll notice I use the word punishment a lot or correction, or I will say you need to apply a punisher to instill inhibitor to stop the unwanted behavior. Why? Because that's not an opinion. That's actually fact. So we also do, um, we're, we're, we're real dog trainers. Like we train and we have dogs. So um, in order to train a dog to do something, like when we train all of our obedience commands, um, it's a reward-based program. So we use quote unquote positive reinforcement training. Um, but unfortunately um, for the consumer, because they're being misled, that does not stop unwanted behaviors. It does not stop unwanted behaviors. This is not my opinion. This is just fact. And um, applying a punisher is not abuse. That's also fact. Um, and applying a punisher does stop unwanted behaviors and does not destroy a relationship with the dog. Having an out of control dog, um, having a dangerous dog, having a badly behaved dog, um, that actually destroys the relationship. So um, on YouTube, you can do something called Top Chat. And that's just something that gets your question up to the top of the queue. Um, and we answer your question right away. And But you don't have to pay to play. Like we'll answer all your questions. We're also going to read all your questions. And um, you're all set, ready to go. Yeah. All right, let's go. Can you move your computer just a little bit closer so people can hear me? Everyone says I'm like always, I talk too soft. So um, Kim says, great seeing you together. You're getting to wear your hat, LOL. Yeah. Yeah, I'll still take Florida over the hats. Yeah. I don't miss them that much. Do you even, do you even have hats down there? Yeah. No. Um, let's see. Critter Pet Service. So wonderful to see you both. Thank so. you. Yeah, wonderful to see you. Thanks for being here. They also said sending you lots of love, Joelle. Thank yeah. you so much. Yeah, lots of love to you, Joelle. Julie Starnes. Hello, Jeff and Joelle. Love from Nebraska. Hey, Julie. How are you? Hey. Stacy, when having an adult dog visit my home, is it best to make the initial introduction outside the home or does it matter? I don't know your dog. I mean, do you even own dogs? <laughs> it's a joke. Um, so I don't know. I mean, all depends on there's a lot of there's a lot of variables. I can't just make a generic statement. Um, I don't know your dog or dogs. I don't know you. I don't know the dog coming in and I don't know the owner of the dog. Those are all variables. And each one of those is a moving part that I would need the information on. Um, me personally, if a dog comes over, you know, our property all depends on the behavior of the dog. If they don't have a well-behaved dog, don't bring it over. If you've got a dog that's not good with dogs, put your dogs away. And there's no shame to be putting your dogs away. Um, but 
I don't know. And it's also could be deceiving because if they meet outside and they, where they have a lot of space, maybe things will go well. They come inside where there's less space and it might not go well. So again, a lot of it has to do with what is your skill set on reading and understanding dogs, breaking up a dog fight. Um, and you, how do you know how to stop eliminating bad behavior in your dogs? And is the owner of the other dog, do they know what the hell they're doing? Or do they just want a free for all? So a lot of variables, a lot of variables there. And all these questions should be asked by any competent trainer. Next. Kyle, good evening, Jeff and Joelle. Hey, Kyle. Hey, Kyle. Stacy said, also in my case, intro diving a dog. I gave, I have three dogs in my pack. A dog, a dog diving dog? Also, in your case, I don't understand your question, Steve. Stacey, is there a question in there? Well, she said having an adult visit my home. Oh. Initial introduction. That was the first one. Okay. And she says also in my case, introduction to a dog, I'm assuming. I have three dogs in my pack. And you want to introduce a strange one? I, I'd be really it careful. It becomes even more complicated. Yeah, it's more complicated. But I don't know the diving part. Is that what she's the misspelling? Maybe a typo. Okay, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, a lot of variables. You can do a one-on-one. -on -one. Anyway, next. Um, Robin said, hey, guys, from Karen's Australia. Oh, I love Karen's. I spent two weeks there. Ah, loved it, loved it, loved it. Next. B-A-L, when dogs are voluntarily play fighting, but it seems very aggressive, mouthing, jumping, barking, etc., is it best to stop it or let them go to it? Thank you. Personal choice. Do they ever really fight? Does it escalate to a fight? Right. I personally don't like it inside. Those are just rules. I don't like kids running around inside houses either rules that's what outside is for um i don't know your dogs again you know uh, you know i have owned dogs that literally look like people are like oh my gosh they're 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 like they're fighting i'm like no that's play and they've never fought when bert joel's other dog was still alive bert and wes would fight like people yeah. do like they were like grab onto each other's skin so and it's like oh my god if the untrained eye the under that. the untrained eye um would be um would say oh my god they're fighting i'm like they don't fight they don't fight that's that's play so we have dogs that literally like they they, they bark that's what dogs do we went it's like they bark they growl they play bite like that's what dogs do when they play fights and it's not aggression. And anybody says it's aggression is a is, is just uneducated. I mean, especially on a professional level, they're just a schmuck. Um, so uh, uh, again, we've got variables there. There's so many variables in dog training. Next. Stacy said, no, I forgot to say I have a dog. I have three. Yes, it was a typo. Got it. VAL said, oops, it may have been answered already. No, about the play fighting. Yeah. Nope. Yeah, we just started the show. Welcome. Sam. Jeff, the whining is killing me. I corrected high when she was on place and she whined louder and ran into her crate. I grabbed her, put her back to place, but whining didn't stop. Still didn't correct high enough. She ran off to be a brat. No, well, she didn't run off to be a brat. You're humanizing the hell out of your dog. So Sam, there's an art to stopping whining. Yeah, it's, actually, it's actually pretty challenging to do with some dogs. Some dogs like whine for, we, we've had dogs in our board and train program. We are really good at getting rid of whining. They whine for six weeks. We couldn't stop it. And we are, we're like one dog every five years, you know, and we are really, really um, good at stopping um, whining. But number one, the dog should be on a leash or the dog should be on a tie back. Um, and it's not always correcting high. Sometimes the bonker works way, way better, way better than the remote collar. So next. Alpaca stuff. Hey, you haven't been on here in a while. Mm. My great Pyrenees is a scavenger resource guarder. Every now, every now and then on our walk, he'll find like some food mm -hmm. and I'm not comfortable taking it out of his mouth. No, I have a prong collar and I do correct him. I'm just not confident with food and getting it out of his mouth. What steps can I take to get food out of his mouth? You teach your dog the out command. Well, there's a couple of things you do. I would get yourself a remote collar, number one, because it's the most effective training tool there is out there. Let me say that again. A shock collar, remote collar, which, by the way, are the same things, okay? So um, everybody just says, no, they're not, and that's just because they don't want to call it a shock collar, and that's just semantics. But, yes, you know, Dogtra, Garmin, e-collar technology, sport dog, they're shock collars, all right? And that doesn't make, make them bad, all right? Your underground fence is a shock fence, 
All right. So um, I think um, it's important that you understand that no, there's a couple of things. Whenever you want your dog to drop something from its mouth, you teach it the out command. I have free videos on YouTube on how to teach that. But picking up food on the walk, that would be no. You don't pick up food on the walk. Why? You could die. The dog could die. The dog could die. So the dog, I never take food out of my dog's mouths. I don't take anything out of my dog's mouths. I just could train them. And it's not because I'm a dog trainer. You can watch our free video and you can do it yourself. You can do it yourself. Next. All right. I think it's warmer after the jacket come off now. Okay. I turned the heat on right before we, came, the heat. before we came in the room. Yep. It's so cold. Um, Big Joe, Big Mo. Uh, hi, Jeff. I've recently acquired a miniature schnauzer puppy. Hmm. How do I stop her from going towards everyone? Um, put her on a keep her on a leash. So uh, we have a puppy raising course. Number one, if you go to Academy, I think Joel put the link up at the beginning and she'll probably throw sure it up a couple of more times. But academy.solidcaninetraining.com. Academy.solidcaninetraining.com. And we have a we have a puppy course, and then that's a great segue into the green to graduate courses. Um, green to graduate course. So um, the green to graduate course is a fantastic course for anybody that wants to fully off leash train their dog. We can, we do it in 10 to 11 days. It'll take you about a month if you, you know, do like an hour a day. Anyway, um, it's really important. There's, there's a couple of different factors. You want your dog to be social, but you don't want your dog to walk up to everybody, you know, um, every dog, every person. Um, so I personally, if I was walking down the street or if I, I, I might not want your dog walking up to me, it's got nothing to do with me, whether I'm a dog liker or not liker, or if I do, a dog trainer, I just don't want your dog to be walking into my space. Um, um, so boundaries. So keep your dog on a leash and don't let it. All puppies should be on leashes anyway. Next. Mm. Karen sent us a heart. Oh, that's so nice, Karen. That's it right now. Heart, heart your back. Really? Wow. I know. You don't go on any rants. What, should I rant about something? Oh, I have a rant for you. Um, so if you, if sorry, the, the Wake the Fuck Up with Jeff show starts again next week, but it won't be at its normal time because I'll be in Pacific time. I normally do it at eight in the morning, but um, the week of these- Well, it'll be normal for your West Coast watchers. No, I would have to do the show at five in the morning. No. Oh, West Coast watchers? No, yeah. So like, it'll be normal for them. Right. Like they'll be able to actually watch you at a normal time. Right. They Yeah. Yeah. But normally they get up at five in the morning. Right. So anyway, um, but uh, by, by the way, I'm most likely going to be making an announcement and I'll make it here now. I'm most likely going to be doing the Wake the Fuck Up with Jeff show five days a week. Damn. Now, two of those days, get tired of Jeff. Two, two of those days, I'll let the make marketplace decide. Um, it was a joke. Two, I, I, two of those stretching days. Stretching my shoulder. I'm not like trying to like crowd your space. <laughs> two of those more <laughs> concerned about. really hurts. I was more concerned about the, you, you striking me. Um, unprovoked. Um, two of those days might be on Patreon exclusive. I don't know. I don't know what I'm going to do, but I think there's so many people out there that need so much help. But, and this is what I wanted to rant about. If you listen to the wake the fuck up with Jeff show, um, a couple weeks ago, I told a, um, uh, I had a, a story about a dog in um, Indiana. It was a German Shepherd dog around one years old that could not be adopted out. It was returned six times. You can only go to a rescue, which is stupid because most rescues don't know the first thing about training. Some rescues do. Get, don't get your panties in a bunch, folks. But most rescues, shelters um, do not know the first thing about training at all. And this dog had a list of behavioral issues. It was returned six times. It's under a year old, five, six times under a year old. So uh, my big rant was, you know, I read the, I read the post and I'm like, you got to be kidding me. This is like dog training 101. Like my son, who's 10, knows the answers to how to fix every one of these behaviors. So anyway, a friend of mine who actually sent me the post pulled the dog. This dog is leashed trained in, first of all, all the bad behaviors that it had. I don't know that I, I don't have the post in front of me, but all the bad behaviors that are had were gone in the first day. After one week of training, it is fully leash trained. Also in one week of training, it has off leash recall. Also, this dog is so stable 
part of her company is a service dog, a real service dog, like real service dogs, like they do diabetic alert dogs, like a real service dog. Now this dog is not gonna be a diabetic alert dog, but they also do single purpose nose work dogs for TSA. I don't know what this dog is going to do, but this dog is so temperamentally solid and it's so capable of learning incredible things and is learning incredible things. It's actually going into their service dog program. This is not one of those scam companies that like pull dogs from shelters and give them two weeks of training and make them service dogs and sell them for $10,000. These are true service dogs, true service dogs. So this dog that couldn't be adapted out to anybody, only a rescue because it was so quote unquote dangerous and the thing's a year old is literally sad. becoming a real service dog. What's even more sad is they had this dog that is so stable and, and they, they didn't even still know it. couldn't figure out what to do with they it. They didn't know what to do with it at all. And it's not like, like, and she's soft. What did yeah. she do? Dog training. She literally followed. Oh, she, she did. She goes, Jeff, I'm going to do the green to graduate program on this dog. That's what she did. She's following the green to graduate program. That's literally what she's doing. That's it. One week. Hmm. One day, bad behavior stopped. Why? Because it's called dog training. One week, fully leash trained. Why? It's called dog training. Guys, this stuff ain't rocket science. It's really sad on their part. Yep, it's extremely sad. So take that dog times millions of dogs sitting in our shelter system, and this would probably describe at least at least 50%, if not higher. You'd pull a dog, boom. I probably can walk into your average shelter and 50% of those dogs I can have leash trained in a week. And that's not an ego statement. It's just any competent dog trainer, any real dog trainer can do that. Next. John, is it possible to get my 10-year-old adopted hound mix under socialized dog and my seven-year-old adopted street mutt to play? The hound wants to play, but my seven-year-old mutt. But my seven-year-old... My mutt just snaps and growls. The mutt does play with my nine-year-old German Shepherd. Mm -hmm. I recently introduced the hound into our home. Yeah, it's, it's possible. And also, first of all, it doesn't make a difference if they're rescues or not. Okay, that, that has nothing to do, that do with it at all. So the the dog that is snapping just doesn't know how to proper greet dogs. Just doesn't know how to proper he greet plays dogs. With, plays with the nine-year-old. New dogs. They don't like the new one. New dogs. Yeah, new dogs. So it probably just doesn't have good socialization skills with new dogs. But can you do it? Absolutely, you can do it. Is there a skill set? There, there is. Again, I just say that because, especially during this seminar, you know, you know, teaching other people, and then I'm just thinking across the board of all the little nuances that there is in dog training, and a lot of dog tra training can be wide paintbrush strokes. Um, there are so many nuances. In fact, we're coming up with the green to graduate two, and we're going to be teaching all the different nuances. So, cause there's, it's endless. It's endless. Next. Jessica, if not eating in a crate with door closed, it's only S A. What is S A? Separation, separation anxiety. anxiety yep. It's only separation anxiety symptom. I'm still struggling with. Would you just stop feeding in the crate? I know we spoke one-on-one, -on -one, but I can't get this. I'm frustrated. Crate feeding is what I really prefer. So, She's been good for a year and it resurfaced, no change in routine. So feed the dog in the crate. I mean, the dog's got to eat a food bowl. You think it'd be eating its food, not having separation anxiety. So you can correct the dog. And is, how much is the dog eating? It might not just be hungry. Right, right. But I'm, I'm wondering like, what the, what the, so what does it look like? It won't eat. It won't eat? Oh, it's well then take eat. away its food. It won't eat, it's kind of. Well, take away its food in 15 yeah, minutes. 15 minutes to eat. 15 minutes to eat and then dinner time, let it give it 15 more minutes. And then take it away. It'll eat. It'll eventually eat. Next. John said I butchered that paragraph. Yes, you did. I tried my best to put it together. That's okay, John. It's we okay. got it. We got it. Joel's Jessica... been, been doing this long enough that she she can unbutcher any butchered paragraph. Yeah. Skill set she has. Kyle said five days a week pumping out the content. Love it. Yeah, it's a plan. Don't commit me to it, but and I might add, I might add those two days to Patreon. To, to just Patreon only. So if you're only on page, if you're only on Patreon, will you be able to see the Tuesday and Thursday show? That's it for Patreon people only. Yep. 
So join Patreon. It's 10 bucks a month. But the thing about Patreon is, can you put up the link to Patreon? Um, the thing about um, Patreon is for $10 a month, you're going to get possibly these two podcasts. But even if I don't do them on there and I just make them open to the public, you get one Zoom podcast a week. And you also get um, 20% off of all of our courses. So if you want to buy a course like Green to Graduate tonight or whenever, join Patreon for $10. Actually, they have a great deal of $100.80 for the year, which is like eight bucks a month. You save 20% off your courses. It's a win-win. And if you don't want, you can sign up for 10 bucks tonight, buy courses, save 40% off, and then get off and then unjoin Patreon. I don't care. Fine with me. Fine with me. Next. Jamie, is it normal while trying to help correct bad behavior for the dog to wear the e-collar all day? Well, yeah, but make sure you rotate it. But let's go a little bit deeper. E-collars are not just for bad behavior. Mm -hmm. So don't just sit around and wait for the bad behavior. You can also fully train your dog. You can fully train your dog. And if you're trying to stop a certain amount of behavior, you can also set it up. So we 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 we, have a, we did a show on and we we talk about all the time setting your dog up to fail, and everybody freaks out about that. Like, what? Why would you do that? I'm like, so I can correct it so it learns not to do it because I don't want to wait until it does it when I'm not ready, and then the dog does something dangerous. So so yeah, your dog can wear a remote collar all day. Just make sure you rotate it so it doesn't get pressure sores. They don't get burns. Next. Damien, hello guys, great to see you again. Why are people so afraid of using prong collars and e-collars or any collar in general? Um, people are afraid of saying the word no. Yeah. People are afraid of people are afraid of hurting their dog's feelings. Because people are humanizing their dogs. Social media, social media, dog trainers, behaviorists, vets, rescues, shelters have all brainwashed and they were a very, very, very well-organized group of folks all together and utilizing social media as their platform to convince you that your dogs are more fragile than Cinderella's fucking slipper. All right. And it's always one minute to midnight. Last slipper. Okay. What did I say? You said her slipper. Oh, oh it's a glass slipper. Oh, sorry. Letting everyone know it's I, I thought maybe I thought of something else because I misspeak a lot. Um, so I think it's important to know that. So why? I don't know. And then they call themselves dog lovers, but they won't do what it takes to actually have a decent dog. Your average person, your average, your average person does not have, does not have a well-trained dog, even to like minimum standards. And it's not a diss to anybody, but like your dog should have, in my opinion, Every dog should have every dog should have public access, service dog public access training. It's not that difficult to do. You should be able to take your dog everywhere. It is not that hard to do. Literally, again, green to graduate, that'll get you there. It is not hard to do. Next. John said, LOL, I'm so sorry. It's okay, John. John, we're just this is your first time on the show. John, please. No, don't apologize in the show. Uh, Jamie, like grabbing things to be chased or barking at the door, etc., and being able to correct in the moment. Got it. Got it. Well, you can set up, bar you can, you can set up barking at the door. Just have somebody come over and ring the doorbell, knock on the door that you can set up. Always say no. You proceed with no and then correct. Um, as far as grabbing things, throw a bunch of shit all over the place and pretend you're not paying attention. And correct. But also I want you to also then do your, all your obedience as well. See, I'm, I'm trying to get people to raise the bar. Raise, and it, you don't got to raise the bar much, guys. Most 90 plus percent of the dogs in the United States do not even have the most basic dog training. Oh, you, my dog is trained. Oh, so you can take it to Starbucks, do a one-hour downstay with strollers, bikes, skateboards, kids running by. Oh, no. Your dog's not trained. Your, dog, your dog's not trained. When I say trained, I mean trained. You can walk off leash in the woods with your dog. No, dog's not trained. Next. Jamie said, thank you. Stacy said, saying no, so deep, cultural deep. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep. And, and, they're, and they're, even, they're even going deeper than that. You ready for this? There are, there, are, there are communities, organizations that are putting up legislation that says, if your dog is not a willing participant to the training, you have to stop. What do you have to what do? You have to do sign a dog, sign a fucking contract? 
what the dogs that are willing to protect. Oh, it's, it's, it's almost like one of those, like, um, uh, uh, you're, uh, you have to sign a, 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 signing a contract that you're not under duress. Mm. I'm signing this with my own free will. I'm not being forced. I'm not under duress. It's like, what are you fucking nuts? No. Next. Jamie, I see so many sad scenarios in Aussie group and everyone says only positive reinforcement to correct the behavior. Yeah. Well, see, that's a, that, that's a, that's a, um, what do they call that? A bullshit fucking lie. But what's the other word? It's that, that's, that's a falsehood with something that doesn't work. In other words, to correct a bad behavior, use positive reinforcement. Yeah. And of course it's in a Facebook group, a breed specific. Facebook right. Exactly. Group. It's like, really send me the video. These dogs can't learn. They don't take well to correction. You know, that's They're bullshit. very sensitive. Right, right. Send like every breed ever, they say that. So it's like what I would say to people is I'll tell you what, send me a video of the dog, you know, stopping doing it. The before, during, and after. Next. Skylar, my four dogs are now being rotated at work. They start next week. Thank you so much for suggesting that. Oh, you're welcome. Congratulations. Oh, awesome. awesome. Kane, hey Jeff and Joelle, I've been working with my very mouthy and overexcited dog for close to a year. Very obedient, has pretty good impulse control. But when I bring her to my mom's house, she gets so excited mm -hmm. that I can't get her to not bark or get over aroused. Mm -hmm. I've tried correcting slip lead, e-collar, and leaving the situation until she is calm and trying again. Barking while we knock on the door, she yelps really loud. And when I correct on e-collar because mm. of the excitement. Try the bonker. The bonker is one of the great bad behavior stoppers, but it is awesome for over arousal. So you need to set the tone. You need to set the tone. You know where the tone gets set? As soon as you get in the car to go to your mom's house and then on the ride over. And then when you stop and then when you get out of the car and then when you walk up to the door and then when you walk in the door, those are all opportunities to set the tone. Next. Alyssa, I've been correcting my dog more and more for breaking known commands and it's amazing the good that comes out of that on the other end. She is in a perfect heel the whole walk. She mm -hmm. ignores bunnies, birds. Yeah. There's a re there's a reason, you know, it's like, first of all, congratulations to you for doing it. And that's such a good feeling. Okay. You can actually just but, enjoy your but it's walk. sort of but it's sort of like, why do you think I yell and scream? Who's that? Alyssa. Alyssa? Mm -hmm. Like, why do you think I yell and scream about that? It's like that's why we talk about this. You correct for unwanted behaviors. You also correct for not doing or breaking an un a known command. That's called dog training, guy. Like, this is what dog training is. Not all that other bullshit that you see or hear. Next. Skylar said you changed my life. Oh, thank you, Skylar. BAL, any suggestions for keeping on e-collar in proper place on a greyhound, skinny neck, smooth hair? Seems I put it on so tight and it still falls to the bottom front. Thanks. Hmm. Try a bungee strap. Definitely a bungee strap. Try a bungee strap. Next. Jessica, but there's always that one person who literally did nothing and does nothing except everything wrong and has the best rescue dog. Lucky them. So on the flip side, on the flip side, you have someone that does everything quote unquote right and their dog is still a mess. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I mean, so... You can, there's also somebody that gets a dog for 25 bucks. He's the best. And dog doesn't do much with it. <laughs> and is the greatest dog ever. Mm -hmm. Bert was a great dog. $25 dog. And she just like. I just had him live life with me. Yeah. I didn't like, I wasn't a dog trainer back then, but I was like, you can't be afraid of everything. But you also just weren't stupid. Yeah. You're, and you also had common sense. Yeah. Next. Um, Jessica, I have two Aussies. My behavioral Aussie wouldn't be alive without good training. Yeah, mm -hmm. there's there's a ton of dogs that could be saved if they even had half ass training. Next, Jamie said yes. Annoying about the breed specific Facebook groups. Yeah, yeah, Facebook groups. They're the worst. Most Facebook groups are so toxic. So toxic. Like, go to your. I I don't go to these groups, but I imagine there's a leash reactive Facebook group. Like read all the suggestions. I like. I bet you none There's of them no were. There's no nice Facebook groups. That's yeah, yeah. I stay off that shit. That's all toxic shit. It's okay. Um. Let's see. Sid, my vet told a client of mine prongs and e collars are good, but don't ever use both at the same time on the dog. Why not? I spoke to my vet about this and why. She thanked me and said she didn't know. Now she does. Well, why would she give that advice then? Does she also give medical advice on things she doesn't know about? I'm being serious. 
So why would your vet, kudos to you and your vet, first of all, but why would your vet give advice? Why would, why would your, why would a medical professional, oh, seriously, a medical, okay, doctor, doctor of veterinary medicine, DVM, which is board certified to abide by certain rules, laws, restrictions, and, and also a level of standard of, of professionalism. Why would they tell an outright blatant lie that they knew nothing about? What other lies are they telling? And then she says, I didn't know. So it's like, why are you saying it? Then why are you fucking saying it then? Why are you saying it? Your clients are obviously going to trust what you say. Right. Then why are you saying it? Well, then how do I know my dog has a heart murmur? Right. Like, 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 um, how do I know? Like, how do I know it's a heart murmur? How do I know that, 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 like anything, anything you go to the vet for? How do I know I need surgery? How do I, like, how do I know? Next. How do I know? Lori, far too many people humanizing dogs. Question, how often do you find issues and behaviors are a direct result of the person on the end of the leash? Just finished up a dog with great behavior when done. The owner now claims the dog is aggressive to dogs, people, etc. The dog's feeding off the owner's anxiety. I have videos in public and working with people right next to us. No issues. I think it's the owner's state of mind. The dog was anxious over everything when it came. Okay. So let's not use the excuse that the dog is feeding over the owner's anxiety. The owner's probably anxious, number one, because of the dog's behavior. 50% of the job... Who's that, who asked that question? Um, that was Lori. So Lori, the first question I would have is, take 100% responsibility. How is your human training program going? How's your human training program going? How long is it? How many hours did you put into it? Did you actually work like with the client long enough so it fully understands the training? Did you do more than one session? Did you make sure your client understood what to do? Like all these things. Remember, that's the job of a professional dog trainer. Next. Um, Sid said exactly. Jeff has no knowledge. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. BAI. There should be a. There should, I'm glad you put the comma um, after Jeff. Yes, I know. That's why I, <laughs> I read it specifically like that. So people wouldn't be like, Jeff has no knowledge. Right. Hold on here. I will, I will admit, I got no knowledge about a lot of stuff. In fact, I learned two new things tonight. And Angela schooled me. Where the cows come And out. you too. Yeah. Well, I just asked the question. Yeah. So on the way home from work today, um, Joel was like, talking about cow. Like, what, the what shit that comes through my like, brain. It's like, where, where the hell did the first cows come from? And how about chickens? And Angela. Like you don't see them in the wild. Like, where do cows and chickens right. come from? Where buffalo you see. Right, 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 exactly. You know, bears you see. Like there's no um, wild cows or right, wild chickens. Right. So, because you see turkeys a lot. So, anyway, so we get home and all of a sudden we're making dinner and I hear in Angelo's bedroom, he talks into his phone because he's been talking to Typer. So, he's like, he's like, Siri, where do cows come from? No, where do cows in the USA come from? <laughs> so then he fucking comes in and he reads us the answer. Learn something new. Yep, next. BAL, not sure how to use a bungee strap to keep the e-collar in place. Please explain. Look it up. It's a custom, yeah. it's, a, it's like a aftermarket thing. It's yeah. like a, a custom strap with a little bungee in it already. So it's this is the this is what happens. I, I say look it up because there's probably a video demonstrating it, and it'll be more the visual will be more powerful than what I can explain. But the way that a bungee works, right? Which obviously you probably know this already, but it always wants to go down to its tightest position. All right. Where a strap if it goes through a hole, once it's set, it's set. Dog's muscles uh, um, expand, neck muscles expand and then contract, expand and then contract. So what happens is if you put it on nice and snug and the, the dog's muscles decide to um, not expand, then what will happen is the bungee then gets smaller and it fits the neck. So it's always technically fitting properly. Next. Apparently, the surviving wild species of cows are like beef, or no, no, they're buffalo, bison, and yak. That's like wild cows. Oh, oh. Isn't that weird? So we do have wild cows. Yeah, but they're not like dairy cows. Got it, got it. 
Um, okay, Sid said exactly. I already read that. Sarah, any suggestions for one and a half year old dog with high anxiety, not food driven, who is terrified to go from outside on a walk? Yeah. That's like every dog we work with. Yeah. She hides and runs from me when I grab the leash in her collar. I've never had a dog scared to walk. Yep. Yep. We 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 see tons of them. I would yep. suggest a one-on-one. -on -one. Also, the Green to Graduate, because I'm trying to save. So Green to Graduate, the one-on-one. -on -one, and But bottom line is this. Put a slip lead on your dog, okay, first. Then you grab the leash, for starters. Use a prong collar. Believe What? I use a prong collar on my scared, nervous, fearful dog? Yep, because any, a lot of other collars will choke your dog. A harness will give you no control. And you can get your dog walking usually in one or two sessions. But we have a we have a, a walk to walk program, but the Green to Graduate, it comes with it for free, and they'll show you how to get an incredible walk, even with a nervous, fearful dog. This is a one to two session protocol to get your dog for a walk. Next. Wild chickens are called jungle fowl. Oh. They're found in like the forest. Angelo. <laughs> like the rainforest. Ange. Get over here. Who knew? Jungle fowl. They're like pretty. They have blue tails and shit. All right. Now we all know. This is the stuff. This is why I'm up Googling stuff all night because I'm like, where the fuck did chickens come from? Sarah, I already read that. Sawblade Entertainment. Hold on one hey second. Guys. Hold on. Ange. What? What's it called? Blue what? Jungle fowl. Look up jungle fowl. Hmm. Jungle fowl. F O U L. F O W L. No, F O U L. They spelled it wrong. Right? No, W. Oh, yeah, it is W. Yeah. Look up Jungle Fowl. Okay. Because I asked you to. Okay. Thank you. <sighs> Sawblade Entertainment said, hey, guys, hope you're having a good day. Good to see Joel back. Yes. Thank yes you. and yes. Sam, it's great seeing you two together again for two German Shepherds considering reaction time and control. Do you want to tell us what a Jungle Fowl is? No. Would you okay. suggest one mini educator with two receivers or two separate units? I personally like one handset, two neck pieces. And then just make the black one dog, the red, the other dog. Next. Skylar said you have a favorite breed to train. Um, no. Um, I like I like I like drivey dogs, but I also like dogs that are not drivey for the troubleshooting aspect. I think I think every if you want to become a really good dog trainer, work with a non drivey non-motivated dog that will literally teach you lots of skills next lisa i lucked out with a dog i found on the highway on the way home she came awesome she is the easiest dog ever i do not put up with nonsense and she knows only a few verbal commands yeah. but it's great yeah yeah so there's training and there's behavior my sister has like a Frenchie who knows absolutely nothing, and he's like the, the coolest, sweetest, dog. coolest yeah. little dog. Yeah, I met I met him. Um, he's just a good dog. I met him last week. I've met him before, but I really paid attention to him last week, and I'm like, he's just a good dog. And he's a Frenchie too. And not that not to give Frenchie even make noise. Not to give Frenchie's a bad name. He doesn't, like squawk but, and squeal. But you know, most Frenchies that I've met, not even just in the training center, but just in general, have been pain in the asses. The whole week I stayed with her. Two weeks I stayed with her. Right. She was like all butthurt because he slept with me every night. I was like, he doesn't sleep with me anymore because you're in the house. I'm like, that's right. Sleeping in my bed. Next. Uh, Linda, the vets are just as bad as the breed groups. Just saying, you need to do positive reinforcement, behavior modification. So it's funny because a lot of people that's, first of all, we do train with positive reinforcement for our obedience training. But a lot of these people that spew this, I would ask them a question. Can you walk me through that step by step, please? Let's just ask them. Can you please walk me through that step by step? Or can you, if you're a group, someone in this group must have a video of how to do it. Can you show me the before, during, and after of how to take this unwanted behavior and turn it into a good and turn it into a good behavior or an eliminated behavior? And then how long did it take? And a lot of people are like, we spent a year. A year? Really? Something we do in three minutes? A year? Next. Lisa, I count my blessings. My other dog is another story. LOL. Mm. Mm. Didn't flip it. 
Lisa. I don't know why I just said Lisa because her name is Lori. Oh, it's because Lisa was about oh, right, it. I'm like, where did I get that name from? Mm. Lori, this person claims she's a trainer. What would cause perfect behavior with me and terrible behavior with the owner? I spent hundreds of hours working with this dog's anxiety and stress. I've completed several PAT with many dogs and wouldn't have hesitated with this dog. So, I mean, this is the thing is she claims she's a trainer. Well, then she should, first of all, why didn't she have, why is she anxious? Number one, why is she so anxious? But also, you know, anybody can say they're a trainer. I mean, I'm, I say I'm a trainer, right? But, you know, you but I'm just saying though, but anybody can say it. What yeah. I'm just saying is like, I don't care if she's a trainer or not. Our clients can do a great job and they're theoretically not trainers, but everybody that owns a dog sort of is a trainer, but it's like, still, I'm going back to, have you worked with, with, with her and shown her what it takes to get success next? Sarah, thanks. We just started green to graduate. Have a prong and e-collar. Awesome. You'll do great. Just follow it step by step. Jessica, did Angelo ever decide to do a trivia podcast? My kids loved when he was on the show. We are a bunch of nerds and loved his facts. So the week of the 7th, do not be surprised of Angelo's Roman and Greek mythology Q&A podcast is launched. Just don't be surprised. Well, I dropped some facts on you guys tonight about freaking jungle fowl and bison. Cows are basically domesticated bison. Do you want to start doing a wild animal podcast? <laughs> Maybe <laughs> when I think of random things, I'll start writing it down. Next. Uh, Jenny, love you guys. What to do with mixed breed dog that is constantly seeking attention. She nudges with her nose to get you to pet her or stands there whining. Right. Okay. So, Jenny, first thing. Why did you tell me it was a mixed breed? I'm just, I'm not upset with you, not mad at you, not trying to be an a-hole. Why did you tell me it was a mixed breed? Because you know why? It has no, the reason why I'm mentioning this is because it has no factor. You own a dog that is being pushy, snotty, and annoying. Correct? Is that a better description? Right. That's a description. Correct? Good. So we're on the same page now. How do you stop an unwanted behavior? You apply a punisher. What I would do is I would get my make a bonker. If you don't want to make a bonker, I've got a free video. It's a cotton towel wrapped up. There's no nothing in it. There's no metal bar in it. There's nothing. It's just a cotton towel wrapped up. And you would just say no, boom, bop it on its bop it right on its nose. I'll say no. <clears throat> apply the punisher next. Stacy said, it's good to be well-rounded with fowl and buffalo. Sure is. Skylar, I'm actually working with a dog like that currently with the lovely added anxiety. Mm -hmm. We see right so now, much. right now, we are, this is also why we keep mentioning Green to Graduate. And we're keeping to be promoting our affiliate program. And we're going to keep promoting our online consults. Because so many owners are struggling. So many dogs are struggling. It is getting worse and I've been doing this for 20 years. I've trained over 10,000 dogs. I've done 300. These are, these are not ego statements. Okay. But I just want to let people know. It's like you're new to my world. 300 seminars around the world. And I work with some extremely seriously challenging dogs. Extremely badly behaved dogs. And we are seeing dogs at a level of aggression we've never seen before. We've seen dogs with more anxiety that we've seen before. And, we've, and we're seeing owners that are just being way too soft. Guys, those are bad, bad, bad recipes for disaster when you own a dog. Next. Sawblade Entertainment said, thinking of getting a lab, if it approved, would... Hmm? I'm so confused right now. Thinking of also getting a lab if it approved. But doing your courses mixed with duck hunting training complicate anything? No, it wouldn't. No, hmm. no, it wouldn't because because that's sport. That is sport. So you can do all your field trial and your your you can do all of your field trial stuff. You can do all of your hunt stuff and still do the green to graduate. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because you still you still need to train a family pet, unless this dog is just going to be exclusively 
used for work, and then you're going to box it up. But if it's going to be a family pet that you use for duck hunting, no, it'll be fine. Next. Kyle, my dog struggles in the car. Aside from creating him in the car, should I just have him in a downstay yep, bag? Exactly. Downstay and quiet. Mandatory. Downstay and quiet. Remote collar is great for that. You make sure your dog knows the downstay. Train the dog to do a downstay in the car. Then train the dog to do a downstay in motion of the car driving. Next. Skylar, leash pressure causes her to jump and air snap, but troubleshooting is definitely difficult. So that's where the troubleshooting is. So leash pressure, so the dog might not be used to leash pressure. The bonker will actually stop all that stuff too. I'm telling you, the bonker is a great, great, great tool. Next. Sam, why would a dog poke at food with its nose instead of just eating it? And at times bury yeah. kibble in various places. So 10 trainers, 10 opinions on that we one. We have a dog that does that right so now. So why? It's not hungry. It's not hungry. It's also natural. I think I think it's really yeah, it's natural. Really trying to bury its food I think for it's, later. I think it's really natural for a dog to do. Yeah. Dogs do it with their toys. Dogs do it with their food. Um, it's obviously not hungry. It's not hungry. It's not hungry. It's not hungry. Take the food away. So next. Um, Lori, yes, I absolutely have. She followed progress oh, step good. by step, including videos and physical demonstrations. Awesome. I've trained many dogs and never faced Got this. It. My opinion is the dog's feeding off of her anxiety and stress. She has debilitating anxiety and panic attacks. Okay. I'm not bashing mental issues, but it's just my opinion. Yep. The leash is a telegraph and its behavior is a result of her anxiety. I appreciate your input. Yeah, I mean, Lori, I mean, you know, then, you know, again, you could you could try and try and try and try and try. And at some point, you just have to walk away. At some point, you just have to walk away. Yeah. You know, all I know is you can be a very anxious person and have a great dog and you can also be a very competent person and have a highly reactive, you know, aggressive dog. What we find is we find that um, by walking with the owner and then having success with them will boost their confidence. She also might need to start um, creating space away from, not like really turning around and going the other way, but just creating some space and also with the remote collar, um, that will dramatically help to, to as, soon as, as soon as the dog is starting to load. When the dog loads, you have to correct the unwanted behavior. A remote collar is really, really great for folks that don't, like theoretically, the leash is just there just in case. It's there just in case. And when people say that the leash is a tell, like you described a telegraph, I understand what you're saying, but it's usually the leash pressure. Like if the leash is always loose, then you're okay. That's why the remote collar comes in handy. You can also do teach the teacher spatial pressure. We've got free videos on that. Teacher really, really great remote collar skills. But also, at some point, if you could ask her to send you videos, it all depends on how much you want to invest with this with this client. Have her send videos of what her walk looks like, mm. and you could be like, ah, I see what the problem is. Next. Um, Jessica, if a dog stops behavior when I reach for remote or bunker, do I follow through with the correction? I can just look at my remote sometimes. Yes, you follow through. Don't don't threaten your dog. Don't threaten your dog because then your dog is it's going to be a game. It's going to be a game. You always have to. You always you if your dog does something unwanted, you always need to say no, and then you always need to follow through with your applied punisher to stop um, the bad behavior. Next. Kyle, when creating multiple dogs in the same room, do you create them side by side or away from each other? Or is it personal preference? Personal preference. I do side by side. I mean, if, if the space allows, if the space allows, you can line them all up. Line them all up if the space allows. Amber says hello. Oh, hey, Amber. Haven't you had enough of us yet? Yeah. Amber is part of our um, mastermind this week. And she's a pleasure to um, – she showed me some photos from – 2009, I think, or 13, 2013, nine years ago, from a pack walk that we did in front of Seven Stars Bakery. That's where it started and ended mm -hmm. on, on on Hope Street. Wow. Yeah. You used to do them over yeah. there. Yeah. Those sidewalks are so narrow on Hope Street. Yeah. We weren't, we weren't all. We just, it was long. Yeah. We went, out, we went up to the boulevard. We went around the boulevard. Yep. Lori, I asked for videos. She says dogs too aggressive may attack someone. Uh, yeah, in my presence, good as gold. Thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah, I mean, Lori, I mean, again, it's sort of like, That's a rough one. 
it's association too. It's also association. I'm sure you're familiar with association. You know, a dog, we have dogs that are great with us, but the goal, as you know, is to be great with the owner. So it's possible that, you know, there's a bunch of, we can also do a one-on-one -on -one consult if you want to. I mean, I do a ton of dog training, dog trainers, one-on-one -on -one consults. And I can just show you workarounds on how to work with this particular client. And even maybe you'll learn how to do, you know, general clients in general. But, you know, we want our clients to be successful. But it's, sound, but it's also possible that this trainer is self-sabotaging. But also, you can, she can have someone follow her with a video camera. And it's, it starts literally, what's the beginning of your walk look like? Does the dog wait at the door unspoken when she opens up the door does it not go out the front door unspoken if it does is there a high level correction does she set the tone for the walk have you there's i don't know if you believe in the pre-walk punisher but it, like is she setting the tone for the walk is a dog in a relaxed heel position which is in follow mode or is the dog always ahead scanning around if the dog's scanning around like this why isn't she correcting the dog? Like these are all kinds of question, questions you can ask her. So, you know, these are, you know, when you have a, when you have a dog is like that she's describing is too aggressive and it's leash reactive. If it's scanning around, those should be, those should be hard corrections, hard corrections for that. So we have, you know, I don't know if we have the same philosophy or we differ. I'm sure, I mean, everyone differs a little bit, um, but there's, it's, it is very, very challenging sometimes working with clients, especially a client that maybe doesn't want to follow through. And maybe the client did follow through with you, but when it's not following through on its own. So I'd be like, have one of your friends take a video of you. You know, all again, all depends on how much time you want to spend on this. All depends. Next. Um, Tayzan, guys, please be honest. Are pitbulls inherently violent that might get triggered at some sign of weakness? Um, well, first of all, I'm always honest. So there's a lot of, in the news about a lot of different breeds and um, we're seeing dangerous dogs of every breed out there, mm -hmm. of every breed. We, in fact, we worked today, we worked with, what dog is Hamilton? Franklin. Franklin, I mean. A little Maltese or something. A little Maltese. Like we worked with a very dangerous Maltese today. Now, when he bites, it doesn't cause as much damage. But he bites. Mm -hmm. You know, the, the the problem with with the with you know, I don't think it's you know, the, the thing they say about pits is they just flip a switch. All I know is we deal with so many dangerous dogs that we've seen so many dangerous dogs supposedly flip a switch and we've been dramatically successful with most and not all though you know absolutely not all aggressive dogs are we successful with and any dog trainer that says that they are they either have not worked with enough of them they're not truly aggressive in the first place or they're lying to you because there's because they are dogs but we are not seeing a bully breed in a certain category other than they can be very, very strong. But today I was working with a Corso, which it works as a perimeter protection dog. And he was soft with me. I'm just going to say, I feel like we're getting more than ever lately for aggression. Corsos. And Labradoodles. And a lot of doodles. What else? We always have shepherds. Yeah. All the hurting breeds. Yeah. But well, I mean, we deal with a ton of pities and pity mixes. Next. We haven't had any for aggression for a while, though, I feel like. Mm -mm. Nope. It just depends. They come in waves. Yep. Um, Kyle said, thanks, you guys, for your time and knowledge. You're welcome. Lori said, amen. Skylar, I had an eval come in today. It was my first time seeing a GSD without anxiety or aggression. I was shocked. All he needs is obedience and off-leash control. Breath mm. of fresh air. Yeah. That's it's fun. Yep. <laughs> Uh, Lori said, deferring is great. That's how we learn. Yeah, it is. Uh, Marianne, when in heel, my dog will walk in heel. And when it sees a cat or squirrel, we'll look at it and we'll turn head to look at it. But we'll stay in heel with me. Do you correct it or is it okay to let the dog look? I mean, a lot of it depends, number one, how far on the training journey you are. Number two is what's the intent of the dog. 
um, you know, if the intent of the dog is, if that dog, if you drop that leash, would that dog even move away from you towards the squirrel? And is that dog, would, is the dog looking at the squirrel and looking back? So it looks like it's just, it's just staring. Oh, but it stares so it at it? Oh, I would, um, you can give it a quick nick on the remote collar. That's it. Nothing major. Next. Cindy, how do I stop my 10-month-old German Shepherd from chewing everything? We put him in a cage and he has escaped everyone so far. We're getting extra strong one tomorrow. So what you can, the, the downfall, of, uh, kudos to you for doing that, but the downfall of a, of a, of a extra strong crate is they can break their teeth. So what you can do is you actually can use a remote collar. You already have the extra strong crate coming in, but I would get also have a remote collar on your dog, a video camera on your dog, and any time the dog puts its paw, nose, or mouth on the, the, the bars, correct it. And then also teach your dog to kennel up, lie down, kennel up, lie down. Next. Uh, Lisa, bully breeds are... Bully breeds need intelligent people to own them as they are super smart. Um, actually, I think I, I think almost every breed of dog out there needs, um, I mean, border collies, I think, are smarter than, than um, pit bulls, bully breeds. They're just powerful dogs, that's all. But, mm -hmm. I mean, if you want to talk about smart, you know, you get yourself a cattle dog, you get yourself a border collie. Um, I think every dog can be smart. I think uh, this is train them. But I think I think people need to have a minimal of common sense. Um, we don't even have that. And we don't even have that right now. Yeah. I think I think I think we don't have that right now. I think right we don't have that right now. Yeah. Next. Oh, Marianne, my dog is off leash and e collar training. Oh, awesome. If I say leave it, she'll stay in the heel command and doesn't leave me. Awesome. How about this though? Kim, I didn't see your question about walk the walk. I don't know why. Just can you just type it again? If it's really long, it might have just like not even. Yeah, that happens sometimes. How about that? How about this though? If you didn't say leave it, would your dog leave your side? That's the magic of the remote collar, by the way. Next. Tazan said the aggressive dogs who cannot be cured. Can't you escalate punishment to the point that these dogs finally are too scared to do any more aggression? Nope. Some don't care. Nope. It's not cured. I hate to use the word cured. I hate to use the word fixed, even though I, I've used the word fixed before. Um, some dogs don't give a shit. Some dogs don't care. Then there's also dogs out there that don't become safe enough. Also, keep in mind, dogs have associations with owners. I'm not frustrated with your question. I just wanted to get my thoughts on this. Dogs have associations with owners. Dogs with a trainer can do extremely well. We see it with us all the time. Dogs with their owners can do the polar opposite. That doesn't mean the training was bad. It means the association with the owner is so toxic that it doesn't make a difference how well the training was because the dog associates the trainer, the, the owner with like, I can get away with whatever I want because they're opportunists. Next. Oh shit, it's 7.59. We got one, Sandra, one left. Approach needed to train a Chinese crested as a diabetic alert dog. He recognizes low blood sugar already. I don't know. I don't do that training. I don't do that. I would talk to someone that specifically, specifically works with diabetic alert dogs. Specifically works with diabetic alert dogs. And one more question, and then that's it for the night. Uh, Donald, what's your question about spay and neutering? Any difference from training? What's your thought about it? Um, I think it's personal choice. It's personal choice. Yeah. I think if you're going to spay and neuter your dog, um, it's a personal choice. If I had to give an opinion on it, I'd like it to be past one years old. That's about the only opinion I have. You know, I, I'm not seeing, I would, since all we work, I don't want to say all, like 95 plus percent of the dogs we work with, we've got some pretty severe unwanted behaviors. Um, majority of them are spayed and neutered. I don't think I've ever asked a client on a phone call before they came in for a boarding train, 
if the dog was spayed or neutered, no matter what the behavior is. So that's usually not a factor um, that I actually take into consideration. It's usually not. I mean, people will say like, well, if dogs are fighting, they should be, you know, de-sexed. I'm like, why? You know how many dogs that we work with are de-sexed? You know how many dogs that I've worked with that still have not been fixed? So, all right. Anyway, let's put up a couple, let's put up the Green Graduate course, the Academy, because on the Academy, you can get um, our Green Graduate course, which we recommend for everybody. Um, it's a game changer. It will it will, will will eliminate so many unwanted behaviors as well as fully train your dog. Also, we have um, online consults you can do. Don't forget if you are a Patreon member, join Patreon because you get 20% off all your courses. Courses, join Patreon, save 20%. 10 bucks to save 50. That's, yeah. that's a deal. That's a deal. All right, that's better than two pizzas for $5.99 on Super Bowl Sunday. All right, madly in love with you guys. Take care. Good you night. guys had a fantastic night.